BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Professional welder Shayna Ford used VR training developed by ForgeFX to hone her skills as a welder. The more time that you spend practicing it, that's what separates a good welder from a great welder. VR training can help students like Shayna repeatedly practice specific skills. Virtual reality definitely helps because the more muscle memory that you have, the smoother your weld is. Explore more stories like Shayna's at meta.com slash metaverseimpact. Good morning, millennials. Welcome back to the Morning Toast. Stand happy. Friday, Friday, gotta get down on Friday. Everybody's looking forward to the weekend, weekend. Friday, Friday, getting down on Friday. Today is actually Friday because thrice is in the building. Hello, Theodore, my love, my angel, my nephew, my perfect love. It's Friday, but it's also Tri-Day. Because today we are putting our money, mm. or we're putting our mouths. No. Our money where our mouths are. But we're really, today we're putting our mouths. Where our money is. Right. So yesterday we, mostly me, were just like annihilating the internet for this dumb balsamic vinegar trend. And it's really kind of unfair and not cool of me to speak on a trend I haven't participated in. So through no choice of my own, I was forced by you. Yeah. I think it's important. You want to talk about dumb shit? Fuck around and find out. Fuck around and find out. So we're just going to kick off today's show um, testing out this new healthy Coke trend, which consists of balsamic vinegar over ice with LaCroix. So I have all my ingredients. I cannot, you know, I've never tasted balsamic vinegar in my life. Like the smell makes me, oh, but. Let me smell it. Oh, is it really rich? Wait, let me just pour and then you can. So it's just a little bit. No, it's more than that. I watched a video. No, it's like that. Okay, a little bit more. No, it's like that. Okay, one more. It's that. It's that. Okay. Here, you want to smell it? It's really rich. This is an expensive bottle, I think. Oh, yeah, that's fragrant. Then we're going to take our sparkling LaCroix. This is the lime flavor, which I think makes sense. You know, Diet Coke with lime. Love it. And apparently you just pour it over in our morning toast tumbler available at shopmorningtoast.com, even though I think it might be sold out. We have tumblers for sure, though. And then, and you're gonna. Ha- I know you're trying to outweigh the balsamic. No, 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 no. I'm not. I can see Jackie, that I'm that's what you, you're doing. This is what I can see that you're trying to. No, look. Maybe I do need a little bit more. A little bit more. Yeah. You this wouldn't drink a diet coke that looked like this that. Is so twisted. Oh. Over my white pants. I'm being so That's what you get for being a TikToker. Okay. Okay. That looks like a Diet Coke that had the ice melt in it. Sure. <sighs> oh. I mean, it smells like balsamic vinaigrette, but it smells like balsamic vinaigrette mixed with a Coke. It really does. Let me just Let get me it smell really it. mixed. Mm. There is something Coke-like. Yeah, but there's also something balsamic. Yes. Okay. You guys don't understand like what a big deal it is. I'm not trying to like be annoying and like stall, but you don't want to understand what a big deal it is for me. I've never had balsamic vinegar in my life. Like I think it is the most disgusting sauce or whatever you want to call it on the planet. Like when people dip it into their breads, like I immediately think they're disgusting and I won't like go near them because their breast smells. Wow. I, d- I like to dip my bread in oil and <laughs> I know. Vin- so does Ben. Okay. Are you filming this for your TikTok? I mean, I'm going to clip it for TikTok. Okay, okay, so make sure to be like really I good really, for TikTok. Like, I really can't. You have to because you okay. brought it up and you can't speak on things which you don't know about. You don't understand like how stubborn I am. Like, I don't eat things that I don't like to eat. You know what I mean? Yeah. That's how I've literally never had balsamic vinegar in my life. Yeah, just do it. It's like ripping <laughs> off a Band-Aid. It's like ripping off a Band-Aid. It'll be over. It would have been over if you took that For sip. sure, but I just, just to, so people think I'm not being dramatic, this is the equivalent of me drinking this is like a normal human being with like a normal taste palate mixing up duty and literally drinking it through a straw so i just want to let you know this is what i do for likes and views subscribe okay 
<laughs> oh my god oh my god oh my god seriously take it like I, i'm really gonna throw up oh my god oh my god why do we do that drink you drink it bitch you oh my god no. i need something stronger oh drink it drink it drink it you drink it drink it how did this become about this me this is our show come on you drink it how did this become about me Oh my god, I'm I'm not gonna be able to breathe through my nose for the rest of the show. Like, have dead a, go eat a snack. You want goldfish? No, no. I want you to drink it. You're not getting out of this. You guys, it's fucking sick. Oh, I can't breathe. <laughs> what do you think? Like, it's it's not that it's obviously like not coke, but like. If someone served that to you, to me, not to you, because clearly you can't handle it. But if someone served that to me at a restaurant, I'd be like, ew, this restaurant has disgusting Diet Coke. No, that yeah. could not be mistaken for Diet Coke. No, like it could be. It has the consistency. It could be. I could see why a Pilates instructor would think so. You guys, I'm literally never going to be the same. Like, dead ass. You need to cleanse your palate. You need an amuse-bouche. I need a donut. Like Grab some goldfish for her. Oh my god! You need to amuse your bush girl. And if you, I, I'm like burping it up, like this is really one of the worst things you guys have ever made me do. Throw out. Yeah, I need to use something. That's okay. the price of being on TikTok. So true. Honestly, it's too expensive. Do you know what I did last night? What? Downloaded TikTok? Nope. Close. I stalked your TikTok on Zach's phone. Oh and wow! And the people like really love us. Honestly, the people really love you. Yeah, they were saying, well, of course I looked at the videos where it's like, I'm shining. Mm -hmm. um, and they were saying such nice things about your girl. You know, last time I was on TikTok and like if I ever dared to post something like without makeup, they said I looked like a boy. <laughs> that was mean. They said, that who's this mean. boy? That is mean. I said, that's a girl. Okay, I feel better. You just needed to amuse your boosh. Like, thank you for making me do that. Do that. Like, I am. Do for the content. Your TikTok is probably going to blow up. I'm disgusted. But what if you got 5,000 followers from this? Would it be worth it? Yeah. Everyone get to get to tap in. Yeah, for sure. Um, so thank you for making me do that. Now we can finally move on with today's show. Like literally when you guys came up with the idea yesterday, like I haven't thought of anything but like. Like really? You came up with the idea. You're the one who chose that story. You're it the wasn't one my idea to try it ever. No, but like you were not. If you never brought it up, you wouldn't be trying it. And if I never brought it up, we wouldn't be the relevant iconic show that we are. That's also true. So we do what we have to do to be like who we are which is everything of the sort facts she's speaking facts today you guys for Friday Friday we have a <laughs> great show we've got five stories that are bleak they're depressing honestly <laughs> um and then we have the Kardashians recap new episode of the Kardashians on Hulu um the Tristan of it all so we'll get into that anything else you want to catch up on it's also Friday so I would be remiss I would be devastated and I would be heartbroken if it didn't if I didn't remind you guys that today's Friday it is the furthest away from the weekend we are ever going to be. Mm, nope, that's not true. Furthest away from Monday we are ever going to be. That's true. I want you to acknowledge the space that you're in. Close your eyes for a moment. Just acknowledge it. Realize how blessed we are. It could be a Tuesday, but it's not. It's a Friday. We've got Saturday and Sunday coming up. And it ha it's not over yet. You know, it's just beginning. It's all, it's all on the horizon. It's all exciting. Think about that. Take a second. Matter of fact. Mm-hmm. That was so peaceful. Namaste, everyone. Namaste. I really think we should do manifest, uh, not manifestations, meditations. Okay. Where we have everyone acknowledge the space that they were in and we just talk about the days of the week. Uh, we should start like a whole other podcast every day. It's like a five minute meditation about what day it is and how you're going to get through it. And it's called Friday. Sure. <laughs> Friday. Friday. Um, yeah, okay. I'm ready. Are yeah, you? because I like meditating is really, I was just meditating. And I really was present yeah. in your guided mm, meditation. You. And I feel so relaxed. Like not to insult. Should I meditate for you? Well, I was going to say not to insult the meditation community. Like I think it's a hoax. Okay. And I may, it may be just for me. Like I'm incapable of meditating. Okay. Can you? Yeah. yeah. I'm After really we made you drink balsamic vinegar, I don't know if we can restore your peace. I'm but gonna I'm going to try. Okay. And do your hands like this how I did. Something about it's peaceful. No, there's nothing peaceful about using my muscles to hold my arms up. Like if I want to be at peace, like my limbs are totally relaxed. <laughs> okay. Like even I need to uncross oh, my legs. Like say. any sort of strain on my body will not relax me okay close your eyes picture this it's friday you're getting into bed you go to your phone should i set my alarm no we are ushering in some alarm free living how long will i sleep it's anybody's guess I've it's in god's hands now <laughs> that's you're not part of the meditation sorry, sorry. i've got theo beside me 
He's freshly groomed. He said, Mommy, I'm tired. Can we sleep 12 hours? Mm. You say, of course, Theo, because it's Friday. Namaste. That didn't sound like meditation. It sounds like you were reading me a children's book. <laughs> and like that was the end of it. Like, it's Friday. That's a really good way for a book to end. Yeah, we should also, while we're doing new business ventures, mogul energy, we should also write a children's book about days of the week. We'll release seven of them. Yeah. And, you know, it'll you be a cash grab the- because you have to buy every single book in order for, like, the kids to learn the days of the week. Right. And we teach them at a young age which days to appreciate and which days to, like, put a brave face on for. Uh, yeah, which days to just... Like, truck through, you know? 100%. Keep your head down. It'll be right. over soon. It'll be over soon. Just, like, get through it. Yeah. I love that. Let's put that on our list of mogul aspirations. And, of course, the children's book where it's Bruno, Theo, Butters, and Mystery taking on the right, town. Right, 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 right. Taking the town. Right, right, right. People but. were really kind of swept up in our dog group drama yesterday. I have to be honest. When we were telling the story, I felt like it was something that I like I find so much personal joy in thinking about the dynamics of the dog walk mm-hmm. and we go back and forth like LARPing and coming up with scenarios mm-hmm. of what these dogs are thinking and going through and I really didn't think it was going to resonate so deeply with everyone and I'm so I feel so seen that yeah, it has you know too. me too truly and I can't wait to see Butters later today I know did I see Butters yesterday I saw him yesterday oh no I was I was out of pocket but mystery remains a mystery and that's that's on being mysterious. You love that for her. You do. Or him. Namesake. <laughs> Unclear, gender-wise. Uh, so I guess without further ado, we can get into the fast five stories that you need to know before you wake up and take a bite out of your morning toast. Because the sooner we do, the sooner it's the weekend. It's so true for us. You know, for them too, because right. then this hour has passed. Right, right, right. And you're one hour closer to alarm-free living. Today's episode is brought to you by Solo Stove. Upgrade your backyard with a Solo Stove fire pit and create story-worthy moments without the fireside fumes. So Solo Stove is a stainless steel construction designed to regulate airflow and burn more efficiently. There's so little smoke, you'll wonder how there's so much fire. It's the perfect catalyst for getting outside and spending more time with family and friends. You can build lasting memories around a Solo Stove fire pit. So if your backyard or house doesn't have a fire pit that can be really like outrageously expensive um a solo stove is great because you just unbox it and you can start using it immediately it's portable so if you're going camping you're going on a trip you're renting a house with friends you can bring it with you just throw it in the trunk and the way that it's designed is really designed to eliminate smoke because the worst part of like sitting around a nice fire is like when you're in the seat that just gets all the smoke it is so effing annoying so solo stove fire pits are built engineered built and engineered to be used easily and they're built to last they're easy to use with a few bits of starter your fire will be blazing in minutes and they're so confident that you'll love it they offer a lifetime warranty and a 30-day free return policy right now you can get big discounts on all fire pits during solo stoves summer sale use promo code toast at solostove.com for an extra ten dollars off that's solo stove s-o-l-o stove.com promo code toast for ten dollars off on top of their incredible summer sale discounts but hurry their summer sale ends june 23rd don't miss out Great. Okay, our first story, Brittany's wedding evening. Lots to discuss. A lot of pictures have emerged, thankfully. As we said yesterday, we were looking forward to seeing them. And as predicted by us, there was no major exclusive. It was, like, all just on Brittany's Instagram. Yeah, but, like, where are all these pictures from? There are so Like, the Daily Mail has 90 pictures that are, like, the photographer pictures. Yeah, I guess, like... And there's no exclusive. Right. Everyone's posting them. It was probably just PR, like, releasing them, like... Yeah, no, very obviously normal. very grateful because it was star-studded. It was. So Brittany wowed in a Versace gown as she tied the knot for the third time with Sam Ashgari in a fairy tale ceremony before dancing the night away with A-list guests including Drew Barrymore, Selena Gomez, Madonna, Paris Hilton. Ansel Elgort. Ansel Elgort was there. But also it was a small wedding. There was like 50 people and those are her close personal friends. The Selena Gomez one was the real shock to me. Yeah, Ansel Elgort was shocking oh, too. Of um, yeah, Drew Barrymore wasn't shocking. They've had like a public like friendship budding over the last couple years because I think Drew feels like very connected to Britney in the sense like child stars perhaps exploited by their parents like they have this kinship and I actually really really like Drew Barrymore so I was happy she was there mm-hmm. um Madonna obviously and Britney go back to making out on the VMAs um Selena Gomez was unique for sure yeah but she was dancing the night away there was a lot of action shots from the party yeah and you know what I really liked about Selena first of all she looks like she was having so much fun like in the picture she's like sweaty and she's like dancing kind of like crazy but like she doesn't care she looks like she's having so much fun which we love yeah and she wore a jumpsuit which like to be able to pull up a jumpsuit to a wedding is so difficult well it's a Thursday night affair so jumpsuit is in play yeah and she looked really great and also you were so right the wedding was giving 
Chewgalicious. But that's why but, we that's why we stand. Like Brittany's that's why we stand. Shooting. No, but it was like absolutely gorgeous. Like look at this photo quickly from the Daily Mail. Like that's stunning. There was like a horse and carriage. It was very it was Fairy very tale. Disney wedding. Yeah. And she wore a Versace gown, not a crop top. Mm-hmm. Thigh high slit. Some of this stuff is like confusing. Like, did you see this picture of her in, in Sam? a red dress? Like, no, in like her foyer, and there's a broom in the back. Yeah, no, that's Brittany. Like, if it's not happening in her foyer, she's not gonna participate. That's true. But her the foyer, broom? no, her foyer is so honestly should be made a landmark like her foyer has witnessed so many iconic dance videos so the fact that like the first wedding photo we saw was in that exact foyer it feels right yeah that's true there was also a lot of breaking news coming out of the wedding her first husband or second husband jason alexander who were they were married for five seconds literally it was less than a day crashed the wedding he was arrested okay i have two things to say about that first of all like the fact that george costanza didn't crash the wedding was beyond confusing to me I will never get over the fact that Britney married someone with the same name as the man who plays George Costanza. And like, you're never going to say Jason Alexander and I'm not going to think of George Costanza. Right. So I'm always like jarred. I'm like, Jason, George Costanza was at the wedding. And then it takes a second for me to, you know, adjust to reality. And the second thing is he was crashing the wedding, like literally breaking into her house all on Instagram live. And like for someone, the level of fame that Britney is like the way that her Security guards literally followed him around, like, letting him Instagram, like, the wedding. He went inside the tent. He was in her house. Like, uh, tackle this man. He's literally trespassing. That's so crazy. It was so weird, like, the relaxed level of the security. And what were his intentions? To stop the wedding? He wanted to see Britney. To get her back? I don't know. He wanted to see Britney. He was, like, in the house screaming, Britney, where are you? That's crazy. Unwell. Also, her sons were not at the wedding. Right, which is so sad. Because then that means, like, literally no family was at the wedding, except for, I think, her brother who I'm not even familiar with. I wonder why her sons weren't there. And also, they're, like, grown now. They're 15 and 16. Like, they're making their own decisions. Yeah. If they really had wanted to be there, I don't think that their dad could have stopped them. Yeah. But it was Kevin's attorney who said that they're not going to be at the wedding. Kevin Federline. Yeah. They think the focus of the day should be on Brittany and Sam, and they're very happy for her moving forward, says That's the attorney. Weird. If they were happy, they would be there. It's a simcha. There's something weird. I just, like, I feel, and there's I really hope. There's a lot of things weird, I would, yeah. I would say. So there's two things I want to say. The first is that I really have this feeling, and I hope that it's true, that, like, Kevin Federline is, is an amazing dad. Like, I really kind of feel that way, and I, and I hope that he is. The second thing I want to say is that while I think this is great, I think, I don't, I think this is a simcha for sure. And there's so much to celebrate in the last year for Britney. Um, But I feel like there's kind of like something we're all like thinking, but like not saying. And it's like, is Britney really truly okay? Yeah. Just, and you know, you really do never know what's going on with someone like behind closed doors. But the, the things we see, it's all very confusing. Yeah. So I just, I hope that she's okay, honestly. Like, I don't know what her current like status is, but I just, I just would wanted to say that yeah I think there's concern from everyone I mean I think people can be like really weird on social media but also be fine um but there's a lot of question marks and flags that look a shade of red right but we just kind of move past it because we're so happy for Britney in this new era of her life which I agree with but I just really do want to make I really hope there are people around her who actually care for her because I think she got to a place where everyone around her was an enemy so she literally got rid of everyone. And under the guise of caring for her. So now it's like she wants freedom. And that also includes like not having people overseeing I'm her. I'm sure she's trepidatious of people who claim to care about her. Right. Because it's backfired. So I don't know. I just like the whole thing kind of gives me like a little bit of a pit. Yeah, for sure. Especially hearing that the kids weren't there. I know. Also, people were saying yesterday that Kevin Federline is like a couch potato. No. And just like living off the land and and yes not rocking the boat because he's in a pretty nice boat but if he's living off the land but like taking really good care of the kids like I'm okay with that I am this is a unique usually like men who leech off of successful women like literally I want to run you over with my car I think there's (laughs) nothing more disgusting um but in this scenario I'm issuing um an exemption yeah especially if he has majority custody he's raising the kids that takes some funds I agree and I think it's okay Assuming that's the situation. But again, there's a lot here that remains unclear. It's a lot to unpack, but at the end of the day, she looked really pretty. The wedding was pretty. It was, and it was a real wedding. It, it was wasn't wedding. thrown together. It was really like quite gorgeous yeah. and very lovely 
really like textbook fairy tale wedding, you know? Yeah, and that's so Britney's aesthetic. So totally. she's, you know what? I love when you go to a wedding, you could see like the bride came through in like her vibe, her interests, her choices, her likes. And that's like this Britney, if you showed me this wedding and was like, which celebrity wedding is this? I'm like, it's obviously Britney Spears. The vibe came through for sure. Yeah. And nice of her celeb friends to show up. Yeah. And it looked like they had a nice time. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Yeah. Crystal Kong Minkoff suggests that Sutton told a different problematic story. It's the tale that never ends. No, it's literally like the crystal who cried wolf. Uh-huh. I'm, crystal I'm so inclined not to believe her the now. The crystal who called problematic. Yeah. Crystal insinuated that Sutton told an even darker story than the one revealed on Wednesday's episode of Beverly Hills. Crystal appeared on Watch What Happens Live on Wednesday and surprisingly agreed with fans who said that Sutton's story about her daughter having multicultural friends at a pool party wasn't an issue. But, but why at the dinner did she literally ask herself, don't you think that's problematic? Because this woman is She's just, getting caught in her lie. Yeah. She said something else was. Here she goes again. Well, that story wasn't problematic, she said to Andy, who paused and said, there's another story. The housewife appeared to have something on the tip of her tongue, but decided not to divulge the details. So you're telling me Crystal's getting dragged, like literally I've never seen a housewife in Beverly Hills get dragged like so ruthlessly on social media. She's getting dragged to no extent, and she still has something she could technically come out with, like the truth, but she's not doing it to protect Sutton, who literally just blew up at her. It's so, it's so unbelievable. No, and they're like coming at her with, you know, concern about like what she said and her behavior. And she's going back to her original retort, which is like, Garcelle, you know, questioned what she did. So she was like, no, Sutton said something bad. Now, fast forward however many months, they're coming for her for what she's doing. No, Sutton said something bad. It's like, did you not learn the first time? Either say it, as we've stated, say it. Or don't mention it. No, and you know what? I really cannot think of a housewife in recent history who's had a worse start to a season, especially like a brand new housewife. I think there's like a whole thing about the second season curse. Like no matter how good or whatever your first season was, second season is always rough for a new housewife. I honestly cannot remember a housewife who had a worse season so quickly. What are we on the third episode? Yeah. Like, and her offline actions are making it worse right it's not getting better what is she doing i don't know i have no idea she would be better off explaining even if she believed it or not coming up with a reason why she found what sutton said to be problematic right because then it's like all right at least you're not lying you're just like i think it's a bad take it's a bad take yeah yeah she would be better off just like sticking to her guns, even if like she doesn't feel that. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah, yeah. As opposed to digging another. Right. Hole. This route that she's taking to get herself out of this mess is one of the worst. I yeah. think. No, she's doing the exact same thing. And she said, "Look, Sutton, I know, Sutton, and I know what was said, and we've spoken at length about it. And she has apologized to me privately and publicly. So if she apologized publicly, then we know what it was, and it was what she said. I see color. That or, we. No, I don't see color. Yeah, that we already know about. I can't deal with the web but you know what she might do she might spin it so far that we stop caring uh keeping up that's an interesting route to take yeah. like fatigue fatigue is definitely real mm-hmm. like you just go back and forth in drama so much so many times that the audience like can't keep up and they just stop caring yeah that's good but i don't know if if crystal is experienced enough as a housewife and like clug enough to know that that's an option <laughs> no, i think she's just be really like, being who she is yep yeah, and that might naturally be how this ends for her right fatigue this is so weird like not at all what I was expecting to happen this season on Beverly Hills no so weird so weird are you ready for our next story though I think I am Jeffrey Epstein's pedophile island gets a price cut after two months for sale it's no surprise that Jeffrey Epstein's two islands in the Caribbean notoriously referred to as pedophile island are having a hard time scoring a buyer the islands known as great St. James and Little St. James listed together in March for $125 million, but now they're hitting the market separately for $55 million a piece, representing a 12% reduction in overall ask, and combined they're now going for $110 million. Yeah. Um, well, you were on maternity leave when we first like announced that they were on the market for $125, and me and Ben were like, what are they going to do? And Ben actually thought like a hotel chain should buy it. Um, and just take over the whole property. And, like, in a few years, like, people would forget. And it's not like you're not going to go to, like, a great hotel just because, like, years ago something bad happened, would you? Well, they would have to, like, raise the whole house and everything. But, you know, they would get rid of everything and, like, literally build a resort on its own island. Like, yeah. a, like Marriott should buy it or something. Yeah, no, that's a good idea, like, assuming there's no dead bodies or anything. Right, you'd have to do a major excavation. Yeah. 
Or, I mean, if you're a rich person in the market for an island, you just wait this out because the price is going to go down a little bit more. But whoever get a great deal. buys it needs to destroy the house. And I think even if it wasn't previously pedophile island, like rich people don't live in other people's houses. Like when you buy a house and you're like so rich, you destroy it and like make yourself a new one. Especially when it's an island. But his townhouse in New York, like it was bought, right? I mean, it's such an iconic, rare piece, piece of, of, real of real estate like I think the fact that it was up for sale was so rare people didn't care that it was literally the breeding ground for grooming and pedophilia right so that makes sense to me but I think like in terms of private islands like I think there are a bunch for sale like I don't think it's like once in a lifetime opportunity goes up for sale like if you're super rich like you can buy your own island they're all over the Virgin Islands oh interesting but this is a good price yeah no and if it keeps going down like a very uh maybe like a frugal either a frugal billionaire or someone who might have not been able to afford an island now gets an island right but it's actually so crazy like the whole island thing when I was in the British Virgin Islands we were taking a boat between islands and like the guy who the captain was just like pointing to different islands like the guy who started Google over there Richard Branson like it's like a thing like everyone has their own island it's crazy that is crazy and then when the place sells where did the proceeds go who gets the money I'm sure there are many lawsuits against mm. his estate and them liquidating all of their assets is to pay those like legal fees, people who have sued him. I'm sure there, there's a place for the money. But you're right, he didn't have any kids. So, like if there's anything left over in, in Jeffrey Epstein's estate, where does that go? Good question. Also, his Manhattan mansion sold for $51 million in March. I mean... And his Palm Beach home sold for $18.5 million. Again, another piece of real estate that just doesn't come available very often. Right. And the Palm Beach house has already been torn down. Yeah, of course. Like, see, that doesn't surprise me because scandal or not, like, real estate is real estate. And in New York and Palm Beach, like, you'd be hard-pressed to find a townhouse on the Upper East Side that's literally been standing since, like, the 1700s. And you'd be hard-pressed to find an oceanfront beach house everyone flocked to palm beach during all the rich people flocked to palm beach during the pandemic there's no real estate like that's not shocking at all but like this random island where it's like also the island was first of all none of his other houses had names pedophilia island it makes it hard to sell and that really was like the major major breeding ground i think the abuse happened at all of his homes but that one was like the most notorious and the plane to the lolita express to the pedophile island like it was really the center of the scandal. Yeah. Like, even on Netflix, when you go watch his documentary, Filthy Rich, it's a picture of the island. Yeah. Okay. Well. For Maybe it'll get cheap enough that we could buy it. $110 million. I will take it for $35. What would you pay for it? I think we had this conversation. A million dollars. Yeah, a million dollars. Yeah. You never know. You never know. Times right. are tough, too. Yeah. Are you ready for our next story? Only if it's the next story that's brought to you by <clears throat> Movement. It is. In a tiny apartment in Southern California, two college dropouts teamed up to create a watch brand that broke all the rules. With fair prices, unexpected colors, and clean original designs, Movement grew into one of the fastest growing watch brands, shipping to over 160 countries across the globe. Now, Movement has expanded into blue light glasses, sleek jewelry, and more style essentials that don't break the bank, all designed out of their California headquarters. And you guys are the first to know that Movement is having a huge site-wide sale for their Father's Day sale. Their prices are slashed up to 40% off from May 31st to June 17th, to make sure that you can get the perfect gift for dad from classic dress watches to adventure watches to summer ready boating glasses. So quality modern watches for fair price at Movement. They're super durable glasses with UV rated polarized lenses and timeless styles. Their premium blue light glasses will not only make you look great, but they filter 90% of most of the intense blue light rays from your digital screens so you can scroll comfortably and fall asleep easily. Father's Day is coming up. So for your husband, your dad, check out Movement Watches. It's really affordable, sleek, elegant jewelry that does doesn't break the bank. Shop up to 40% off for Father's Day and save big on the perfect gift for dad. Join the movement by going to mvmt.com slash toast now and you can enjoy up to 40% off. That's movement spelled mvmt.com slash toast. Great. Our next story, Rebel Wilson just came out on Instagram by posting a cute picture with her girlfriend. So Rebel Wilson took to Instagram to post a picture with her girlfriend, Ramona Agruma. She captioned it saying, I thought I was searching for a Disney prince, but maybe what I really needed all this time was a Disney princess. The caption is giving chuggy, but I'm still happy for her. But oh, it's, for sure. I just had to point out, like, it's like really like a, a 
Britney Spears level chug, chugalicious. A hundred percent. And now you can go back and see like she actually has been stepping out with her girlfriend for right. a while now. Brought her to the Vanity Fair Oscars party. Right. And now she's confirming the romance. This was um, shocking. Yeah. And I also, I guess, like, I, and I'm not used, Rebel Wilson is, like, reaching a new level of fame now, where, like, previously, I feel like we knew her strictly professionally, and she was, like, never telling us, like, about her personal life, you know? Yeah. But I think now that she, like, seems to be in this, like, great place in her life. Yeah. She feels comfortable opening up. She's opened up a lot about her weight loss and now She's her love life. sharing a lot over the last few months in general. It was getting to be, like, Rebel's mindless news a so, little bit. So, I, I believe we've spoken about this already. <laughs> okay. Um, I am getting Rebel fatigue because it's it's giving mindless news. It's giving Kelly Ripa. So, um, that doesn't take away from the fact that I'm happy for no, her for it, finding... Up until now, it had been giving mindless. Rebel's mindless news. Yeah. But but now this is mindfulness. No, this is like something newsworthy. Yeah. So I'm really happy for her, but I'm glad you pointed out. Um, she's definitely taken an interesting PR turn in the last year. Yeah, of just like selling every feeling she's yeah. having. And it, it started out slow because she was like living in Australia and like was slowly documenting her weight loss on social media. And every time she did, it was like a huge news story. And then she's like... I think when she like completed her fitness journey, she started working again and doing more movies and more press. And like then it got to a place where it was like, it's a lot. Yeah. And just like sharing, you know, we talked about that story, even though this was more mindful that like her agents were saying that she shouldn't lose weight. Mm -hmm. um, that would like ruin her career or something like that. Did you watch Senior Year, her Netflix movie? No, but I saw the trailer. It looks good, and I've heard good things. Uh, me and Ben watched it. I didn't finish it, not because it was bad, but, like, I just can't watch movies. Like, I find them to be so long. Um, so I watched the first half, and I was enjoying it, and Ben finished it and really liked it, and I think that you would like it. I think I would, too. Like, the way they encapsulate, like, being a 17-year-old in, like, the early 2000s is on point. That's funny. It's, like, really... Um, maybe it's not early 2000s. I think it's maybe 90s. 90s. It's, like... Butterfly Clips, Mandy Moore, Candy, Driving a Punch Buggy. Like, it's really, they nail it, honestly. Okay, I will watch it. I, have, I haven't watched TV aside from homework in weeks. Yeah. Um, but I will add it to my content plate. I need to start, you know, writing things down. I know, because I need to go to the movies and see Downton Abbey, Top Gun, and Elvis. Mm -hmm. And, um, like, I know I'm never going to do it. And that makes me sad, because I do really want to. So badly. You know, and they... Like, I'm always reading, like, Instagram quotes and, like, inspirational, like, shit that's, like, you are literally in charge of your own destiny. Like, you want something, make it happen. Like, I want to see Top Gun, and I can make it happen, but I know that it will never happen. It's, like, I'm really not in charge of my destiny. No, it's, like, you want to have seen Top Gun, yeah. but you don't want to go right. see Top Gun. right. We should just go and no. then like stop talking about it. No, what? I know. We need to spend like one whole day in the theater. No, we talked about why we can't do I that. Know. You can't do you can't do double headers. Okay, so we're going to the movies and Elvis is playing, um, Downton Abbey's playing and Top Gun's playing. What are we seeing? Top Gun. Top Gun, because I still want to watch Downton Abbey at my home. Top yeah. Gun, like I think it's a theatrical experience. I agree. And everybody's talking about it and like we're missing it. Yeah, we really maybe we'll do it this weekend. I think we should, like, why not? Why not? Let's look at times. Totally. Okay. Are you ready for our fifth and final story? Oh, my God. Our, finals, our fifth and final story on the fifth and final day of the week, you guys. It doesn't get more final than it's that. beautiful. It doesn't get more final. Do you have a song in your heart? Oh, right. I was like, go. Oh, right. I was like, go. <laughs> go. She's so scary. <clears throat> so, like, balsamic in my throat. It's the, mm, no. Mm -hmm. It's the final story. It's a final story. Balsamic vinegar tastes like your sister's ass. And that's a magic number. She wants balsamic now. You know, <laughs> you know, have you ever heard the phrase, your sister's ass? From you. Yeah. I kind of want to start incorporating that into like my everyday jargon. You're in charge of your own destiny. I know. So I know it won't happen. So did you crawl up your sister's ass? And it smelled like your sister's ass. <laughs> What's that from? Okay. I'm glad you brought it up. Um, when me and Ben were in Puerto you Rico. No, you, I'm glad you asked. When me and Ben were in Puerto Rico a few years ago, we were staying at a hotel and there was a casino in the hotel. So obviously like every night we went to the casino and like it started to be like the same people every night. So like we started like became like like a family <laughs> and it was these um, 
it was a bunch of people, but the two people me and Ben liked the best until like the very last night when they said something hella anti-Semitic and I was like, we gotta go. Um, but up until then, it was all fun. Their names were Mike and Connie and they were like classic. I think he was like a full-time bookie. She was a cocktail waitress. They were like so iconic Jersey. And every time he lost a hand, he would, he would literally slam his fist on the table like, oh, your sister's ass. So me and Ben started saying it a lot. Cute. I'm glad you guys took that trip to Puerto Rico because it's really provided you a lot of content over the years. What else? You just like to talk about Mike and Connie a lot. I literally would take a bullet for them. And <laughs> I'm actually almost 100% sure I have one of their phone numbers. Just give me a second. Should you call them and say your sister's ass? But it was funny because like we only hung out at night. And then like the crew started to get like tight. Like there was this other couple, this bald guy who was really hot and like his girlfriend who was really hot. And they were like, we're going to go to this like special beach cave tomorrow. Like, do you guys want to come? And like when we were drunk, we were like, yeah, sure. When I woke up, I'm like, you want me to be seen with these people in the light of day? There's literally no way. <laughs> All right, let me check. Connie? Connie with a Y? No. Mike? Connie is I-E. You know, I also checked with a Y. No, I guess I don't have their number. Ben probably does. I'm sure Ben gets lunch with him once a month. 100%. <laughs> Okay, yeah, I'm ready for the fifth and final. <laughs> okay, Khloe Kardashian confirms that Kim is in love with Pete Davidson. Khloe adorably responded to a tweet about how in love Kim is with boyfriend Pete Davidson while watching, watching Thursday's episode of The Kardashians. When a Twitter user wrote, Kimberly is in love, LMAO, it's so cute, Khloe replied, isn't it? She is in love. Khloe was making a lot of waves on her Twitter. She also liked a tweet that was like, fuck Tristan Thompson. Good. Yeah, good. It's about time she comes back out swinging, you know? Yeah. She's been far too kind. And I get it. Like, a father of two. I get it. And maybe it's because I don't have kids. But, like, how about... When it, no, no, no. When is Tristan going to be like, it's mother of true, and maybe I should respect this woman? Right. No, it's like, he doesn't respect the familial bond between them. Why the fuck should Chloe? Why should familial respect only flow in one direction? 100%. But back to Kim and Pete, like, super happy for them. Um, Duh, they're in love. They were in love on last night's episode also. She's yeah. just like, smitten as a kitten. We're going to get into the recap, but before we do, like... Did you feel like when she was talking about like Pete and stuff, like, did you like cringe a little bit? Which part? When she was in the kitchen with Courtney and Chloe, just like talking about like two ice episodes cream. ago. No. When was she that? was in the kitchen was two episodes ago, she was talking about pimple cream. Oh, okay. Then maybe I'm, no, then I'm talking about something else. Like when okay. she was like, he asked me to go get ice cream. And I was like so horny. I was oh, like, oh, yes. Cringe. Cringe. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my shoulders, like, physically concave she said that in the confessional yeah. she was just trying to talk about like how they just do like small things and just living life with him and being normal is like what turns her on these no, I days get I guess it. but yeah it was, it was a weird way to say it it was just like her saying recently that she would eat duty if it made her younger <laughs> <It's> like, <laughs> nobody asked yeah I guess it's like Pete rubbing off on her like because he's like kooky and yeah, crazy yeah, and funny yeah. and like yeah. I'm not liking it on Kim. It's like, it's cringe. Yeah, it's just a lot. Yeah, no, it's a lot. It's just like, these are extreme statements yeah. that nobody asked you to make. Um, okay, so let's dive into the TV recap, which is brought to you by the Breeze Luminesce. So you've got to check out Luminesce and their new Breeze cordless airbrush makeup. If you don't have a lot of time to get ready in the morning, like we don't, um, you're always looking for a way to put on makeup faster. So the Breeze is a completely touchless way to put on foundation. It's so fast and easy to use. There's no sponges, brushes, or fingers that you need to keep clean. With Luminesce, you get three times more coverage and you use 10 times less makeup. It's designed to work with all skin types, skin tones, and their water-based foundation quickly and easily covers fine lines, wrinkles, it conceals imperfections, and it applies flawlessly in seconds. So they're available in 18 shades, the Luminesce Foundation. They've got a color for every skin type and they will replace your shade for free if it doesn't match. Their product is cruelty-free. It's made in the USA. It has an 18-hour wear, so there's no need to reapply your makeup in the middle of the day. The part that I love about it is that the cordless airbrush system is actually really small. You would think it's like this big. It's actually really small. You can throw it in your purse, really easy to travel with. Um, and I love the idea of not touching on my makeup because like, who has time for that? If you've been looking forever for a makeup that doesn't look heavy or cakey on your face, you will finally find it with Luminous Breeze Airbrush, just like we did. Whether you're heading back to the office, updating your beauty routine, or you're just looking for a better, faster way to put on your foundation, we've got good news. Right now, if you go to breezetoday.com toast and put in promo code toast, you'll receive 50% off their airbrush makeup system plus free shipping. And because you're a listener, there's a free eyeliner valued at over $20 included just for you. So it's 50% off plus free shipping when you go to breezetoday.com toast and put in promo code toast. Don't forget, you get 30 days to try out the Luminous Breeze. And if you don't love it, send it back for a full refund. Awesome. Okay. The Kardashians, episode nine. Let's go sister by sister. Okay. 
Courtney, you know, I actually thought it was really interesting that a storyline was the show. It was like very meta, breaking the fourth wall. She's mad that like when she saw the edited episode of the engagement, there was a whole storyline about Scott because in real life, she was like, it was literally a five second conversation. The whole night wasn't about it. And literally nobody was talking about it. And I kind of do understand her frustration. Yeah, no, she's totally on point. It's just like, as a viewer, I like care about Scott and I worry about like his integration into the family and I want him to be at everything. So yeah, that's what we're all thinking. But if I'm Courtney, you people are crazy. Yeah. I'm in the happiest place in my life. I'm living a fairy tale. What else is there to talk about? Me this and Scott person, haven't been together for five years. This person mistreated me for 10 years and then for five years still couldn't be the man that I needed him to be and now uh, not only is she in a fairy tale relationship like she's with Travis Barker another interesting human being like it's uh, not like star she's dating some nobody that we don't care to know about no, like totally they're blending families like they've got so much going on they're doing their voodoo stuff yeah like it's interesting stuff no she's totally justified yeah even though as a viewer like I am wondering, where does God fit into all of this? Right, but if I'm her, I'm just like, you people are crazy and I'm offended. But do you feel like they like moved forward like a bunch of time since the engagement? Yeah. Because if she's already seen the episodes edited. No, it got confusing because. It feels like they fast forwarded. It jumped like Kylie's about to give birth. Right. But what about Thanksgiving and Christmas? Right. So I was really confused. And then Kim shot SI. She was doing that in January. And they were talking, and that was also the same time where, like, Kanye was out with Julia Fox. Mm -hmm. So when they were talking about, you know, she wants the drama, like, she's talking about that. Right. The last time we saw them, it was the beginning of November. Right. So I'm actually, I like that they're talking about things. Like, we just saw Kim came out on Sports Illustrated, so now we get to see the photo shoot. Like, I like that the time has kind of crunched a little bit, but I did feel like they took a huge chunk out. And maybe yeah. it was because of Astroworld. Yes. Maybe. I think maybe they like probably stopped filming for a while for the holidays and took a break. But like, can you let us know? It was confusing because I'm like, you got engaged like three episodes ago. How are you already seeing the final cut? No, what was confusing to me was I thought it was November and then they're like, Kylie's about to give birth, but she gave birth in February. Right. But then Kim was doing SI and that was in January. So it was obviously like these were the last weeks of January. Confusing. Yes. So that was Courtney. And then I think there was something else with Courtney. Oh, Benny Drama. I have to say, I enjoyed that immensely. First of all, I loved the video when it came out of Benny at Courtney's house. I think Benny is so funny and talented. And he was great on the show. Like, I loved it. No, he was great on the show. And he was also great in Courtney's presence. Like, I feel like when you get famous for doing spoofs or just being a fan of someone, like, it can just be go awkward. into, like, van mode. But he was businessman comedian mode. Like, what are we doing and how are we doing it? He killed it. And he's so funny. Like, yeah. I... I loved it. Yeah. Um, and then Kim went to the Dominican Republic, which just looks like mm, the worst trip of all time, like strep throat in a pool. No, thank you. But she did look really beautiful in SI. And two things. One, I loved seeing MJ Day. Like, that was so iconic. Yeah. And two, I guess I didn't really realize, like, how different Kim looks now than she did even in January, like, before the Met Gala. Because of her weight loss? Yeah. Yeah, I was. Everyone was like, "She lost so much weight." I'm like, "She literally looks the same. She doesn't look the same now because when she was in the bikini, and then we've been seeing her like looking. She looks. So, she really did lose a lot of weight. I didn't notice. Yeah, because I think it like, I don't know. I just didn't notice it. Yeah, no. The SI stuff was really interesting, and then also doing skims, and it's just a, a lot. lot. Uh, also, I. It's crazy how she's so close with Natalie and Olivia. I know, but also we don't like see the ins and outs of their friendship to like understand why they're so close right, and how they're so close based on the show like Natalie and Olivia are mute like they right. literally don't talk great but like on wags and on their own show they have really big personalities and I'm sure they do in but like it but just, they just it felt like they were like hired to just ask a question that Kim could answer so we could have this scene no and they're like it's so cute like yeah I was like say something <laughs> literally speak no but like those are her two best friends she took them, them to the DR yeah I was confused show us like why you're all best friends we also finally found out what it was that pete had delivered to the plane it, it was, was dibs ice cream it why was, was that a cliffhanger it was such a letdown and honestly like i do love dibs like give me a dib i'll consume the entire pack but like who cares <laughs> it's just like her way of showing us how sweet no and it's her is. way of showing us their relationship without showing us the relationship you know yeah but eventually she will show us the relationship especially because they're so serious yeah it's just shocking. Like, like, is he living with her now? I don't know. Because as reported earlier on the morning toast, even though we didn't talk about it, 
Pete was out walking around with Sane <laughs> at Walmart. Right. I still don't care about that. Yeah, same. <laughs> but I have to imagine, like, he doesn't come to LA and stay at a hotel. No, and he's not flying back once a week anymore for SNL. Right. And he wasn't even barely doing it at that. So right. he definitely lives in LA. I'm sure he has his own place that he never goes to. You don't, I don't think he has a place in LA. I do because Kim is always doing stuff like busy, busy. He's not going to like chill in her house with her Maybe kids Maybe her alone. guest house. I know. I think he has his own place. But like when Kim is home, he's there. And when Kim's not there, he's at his own place. Because he's like friends and stuff. He likes to smoke weed. He's not going to smoke weed with the kids. Maybe he stays at a friend's place. I don't think he has his own place. I don't know. We need to know more. We'll find out in a year on the Kardashians. This is a case for the FBI. It is a case for the FBI. And then my favorite storyline of the episode was the Good American. Same. The open casting. Open casting. One, these, this show has just become a large commercial for all of their brands. Like the amount of Good American promo that we got beyond like the interesting part that I did enjoy it was like explaining what good American is showing all the clothes it's just a commercial the fact that they literally will not sell into a store that doesn't buy the full size range is the most iconic thing I've ever heard yeah no but like that, and they won't put them all you have to be on the same floor you don't get bigger sizes on a different floor I feel like last week it was skims yeah it's a commercial for their brands and I'd never it doesn't bother me and it never has bothered me but I'm really starting to notice it now where it's like I feel like I'm watching a paid infomercial yeah even though the zooms where she was like telling people they were on if the, you didn't have a tear in your well, eye I don't want to talk to you crying like it was so sweet and I just like the what I've gathered from this show is many things but I think my biggest takeaway from this new show where we I feel like we're really getting to know the girls personalities on a different level is like Chloe is like a once in a lifetime kind of like soul yeah I think she's literally so kind I've never seen someone just like rally and back up her friends more and it's also someone who's been through a lot like and she doesn't like walk around woe is me and she's just like like my takeaway and even at Simon's wedding when I was like in their presence my takeaway there was like Chloe, if I had to hang out with one of them I would want to hang out with Chloe she was literally there all night drinking taking shots dancing with the gays like it was so iconic last person on the dance floor I just feel like the show has done wonders for all of them, but I feel like it really showed us who Chloe is. Yeah. And I love what I'm seeing. But it also makes all of these scandals, these trysts and stuff, sadder even more because she deserves love and just like a strong partner companion so much. And she's clearly just the type of person, because we're all like, oh my God, she got back to, together with Tristan again. She's clearly just this girl who's like hopeless, like a hopeless romantic, really has like belief and trust in people. Not even that. I don't blame her for getting back with Tristan. Like he was so far up her ass mm -hmm. and the whole family and begging her and begging Chris. her and I'm going to be different. And like at a certain point, it's like, okay, shut up. We'll get back together. Like yeah. you are the father of my child. This is... I at one point was attracted to you and liked you it would be easiest if we got back together mm -hmm. so I don't think it's because she like can't quit him I think it's because like he's so fucking annoying no and like for him to be so fucking annoying while still fucking around is literal mental illness psychopath, like, psychopath. diabolical lock him up unwell in throw an away the institution key. because this man is unwell you're so right like a hundred percent so I don't I think now like it just she kept like believing that he would change because he went to such lengths to show her that we would even for all of us I was fine with them getting back together See, he sat down with Chris like he really you're right went to such extremes just to do it all again why so weird and like when, I don't fault her for getting back together with him when Kim was putting it all together like he had sex with her on her 30th birthday Chloe threw him his 30th birthday party like that then it also made me think, is there a big age difference between Chloe and Tristan? Well, Chloe's still in her 30s, but She's yes. in her high 30s. Yes. And he just turned 30. Yeah. And so he's clearly extremely immature. Yeah. But when he was, when they were first getting together, he's probably like 27, 26. That is kind of young. Yeah. Not to make any excuse. No. I mean, excuse me, I'm 27. I've been married for five years. Right. But like to be a 26-year-old athlete, like. No, it's a lot. In the prime of your career you're gonna fuck around so don't have a baby and get into a relationship with someone I mean, it's extremely and easy. keep asking them to take you back and take you seriously when mm. you're not a serious person yeah you're um, actually so like the, a big fat liar the morning of which was just like crazy to see how it all unraveled of course like kim knew first and then like the sister conference call like every sister just kept calling and merging calling and merging that was just like it's nice to see how these things go down not that i was happy that it went down obviously um and of course, they gave us nothing and they cut to commercial or whatever, like yeah. next week. So we really don't know what Chloe's reaction is. I don't think she knew anything. And I think she is going to be shook. Yeah. 
And I think like this time around, it probably hurts so much more because it's literally fool me once, shame on you. Fool me twice, shame on me. This is fool me three times. I know. This is fool me a third time. Yeah. It's moronic. She just deserves like someone who gives her even 1% of what she gives other people. That would be yeah. enough Dianu. Dianu. And said zilch. Yeah. Negative, actually, because they actually detract. Yeah. It's not like Kevin Federline who just sits on the couch right. and lives off the land. Right. That would be, yeah. That would be better. Better, but not than great. Someone who someone is like Chloe really nefarious. deserves. Someone like Chloe deserves like a once in a lifetime love. Of course, like what Courtney and Travis have, and like, what Kim and Pete have. Yeah, like she really, and you know what? Her time will come, and she'll look back on all this, be like, I had to go through that to get to this. But in this moment, like you just feel sadness for her, for sure. And like just like Court, I mean, Courtney never really dated that many people, but just like Kim did, where she's now like with someone that she probably never thought that she would be with, Pete, like. Chloe needs to stop dating athletes. Yeah. And start dating accountants. No, and I think like the sisters, like for a while, were really into athletes. And now they're moving on to like musicians and like comedians. Comedians, like different. And maybe Chloe, because Chloe's also into athletes, like maybe she'll now go to, you know, maybe skip the basketball game and go to a concert. Go you know? to like, uh, you know, a business conference at the Javits Center. <laughs> one what's the CES yeah like go to a, a trade show a trade show because she's looking for love in all the wrong places yeah or maybe she'll go to like a comedy festival yeah Athletes look at all the headliners notoriously nefarious yeah and I just want real real love for Chloe she, nobody deserves it more mm -hmm. and it was a really sad episode yeah, but it was good. Honestly, the way I watched the episode, it was like I had to pause so many times because I was, I, I was watching it like all day. It felt like the longest episode ever, but like in a really good way. I was mm -hmm. like, this episode never ends. And like no one, it was really just the three older sisters, right? Kendall uh, wasn't in it. Kendall and Chloe went baby shopping. Boring. So Kendall wasn't in it. Try to catch me, Carrie. Where's Chris? Chris Cacio Pepe. Cacio Pepe. She's not married to Corey. Did right. you see Corey dancing solo on the plane? In an episode? No, on his Instagram. Yes, I did. King. King. And I know that there was like a few months ago, like a major like, like allegation about Corey and cheating. What? Yeah. Like there was like a video of him in a club with a girl. Um, and like, I like how we all just breeze past it. And it's not going to work for me. No, I'm, I'm going to breeze past it too. Yeah. It was a Corey impersonator or yeah. it was from 10 years ago. That it, it can't be the Corey that I know and love. That does not work for me. It doesn't sit well. It doesn't sit right. It's not right. And him and Chris are together in Capri right yes. now. So they're good. Even though why wasn't he at the wedding? He must yeah. have had COVID. That can only be the reason. That's what people said, but he was also like out and about like getting coffee. So that's not gonna work not for wearing me. a mask. That's not gonna work for me either. No, I know. Don't even put this in my head. I know. Then I'm like done. Then I'm gonna actually just sell my whole ship enterprise. I'm gonna get out, out of, of the, the business. business of shipbuilding. Yeah. Because I can't take any more destruction. No, they're like your first big investment. They're they're one of my biggest ships. Yeah, I'm obsessed. No, I think they're they're good, but like there was something. Um, so that was the Kardashians recap. That is our show. Anything else you want to say to everyone before we sign off for the week? No, have an amazing weekend. Make sure to acknowledge the space that you're in. Meditate. Take the time. Take stock. Hug a strice. And enjoy your weekend, you guys, because it'll be Monday before you know it, and it'll be back on the hamster wheel. Thank you guys so much for listening to the Morning Toast Millennium Morning Show where we deliver the fast five stories that you need to know every Monday through Friday on YouTube. So if you're watching this on YouTube, please feel free to subscribe and give this video a thumbs up. We're also available as a podcast anywhere podcasts can be found. So at Spotify, iTunes, Stitcher, Public Radio, iHeartRadio, CastBox, all the places. So wherever you listen to podcasts, find us Morning Toast, leave a five-star review about how beautiful, stunning, and smart we are. Have an amazing weekend. We love you guys. And we'll see you on Monday. Bye. Bye.